people, Mac. I don't even understand how they didn't understand you and that Mary Joy. Yeah, I Kick know, that man. old robotic, futuristic George Jetson. Yeah, crazy it down, Joy. Just like Uniblab, robotic kick and flab. A flavor bit of batter, chitter chatter, madder than the Mad Hatter. I bet you buy shit, come my fatter. I got the data to turn your body into antimatter. And just like a piece of sizzling, you'll fit inside my stomach with the eggs and grits between. The king is what I mean. I mean, my man, get a cup and put some change inside your hand. Now hold up, let's make this official. Everybody, let's agree that MCs need a tissue. The folks, my only issue. I bet your mama miss you, and I bet the Mac take off like an MX missile. No more you whining on the charts climbing as I make the funk kicking out more harder than a diamond. And if you didn't know who's rhyming. I guess I'm gonna say Craig Mac with perfect time. You won't be around next year. My rap's too severe, kicking my flavor in your head. Here comes a brand new flavor in your head. Time for new flavor in your ear. I'm kicking new flavor in your ear. Mac's brand new flavor in your ear. All right, so we are here with a special guest. I have two times Tampa Bay Times Coach of the Year, Armwood Hawks head coach Evan Davis. He is a two-time district champion, a two-time state final appearances, and he has an overall record of 49-15, but we're going to go ahead and say about 52-12 and 12 actually on the field, and we'll get into more of that later. But first of all, I want to say thank you, Coach, for coming on. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, we're doing well. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk about our program and, and all the great things we're doing. You guys are doing a great job of publicizing and making uh, high school sports, uh, especially football in the Bay Area, a big deal. You know, it's not covered like it used to even like 10 years ago. So, uh, you know, I think it would uh, need to be credited to you guys. For, you know, thank you for all the great work you guys are doing. So. Well, I appreciate that, Coach. I really do. We just fans trying to give more exposure to the game. But so, my first question I have for you: uh, What got you into coaching? Uh, to be honest with you, um, I think the love of the game. Uh, yeah, I just love the game of football. I wasn't ready to give it up. Uh, I knew that I didn't have elite talent. Um, but I knew that mentally I felt like I could be elite in the game of football. And uh, so I wanted to get into coaching because that was my way around it. And lo and behold, I think the reason I coach now is because I think I can help change kids' lives uh, through the game of football. Uh, it started with a love of X's and O's. I still love the X's and O's part of it. But knowing that I can impact a young man's life and change the trajectory of a young man's life and his future and now to see former players, you know, that I have uh, have kids and know that they're going to hopefully emulate the love and care that I gave them to their kids and, uh, you know, change the course, course of uh, people's lives for the better. Yes, sir. So, Coach, what is your philosophy as a head coach? Yeah, high standards, uh, extremely high standards. Uh, I think that that just kind of goes without saying at Arnwood. Um, but the thing that I think that maybe I twisted a little bit is, is support. Uh, so many of our young men don't have support. You know, they're told to do this. They're told to do that at an extremely high level. Not always are they told how. Uh, are they supported? Uh, are they taught? You know, that's part of coaching, right? I think coaching is teaching just in a different atmosphere. Uh, so when a young man is going through things, you know, I, that kid wants to win a state championship and wants to go play college football. Those are high standards. Not many people can achieve that. So I got to give them support. Sometimes people can 
say, oh, well, you need to, that could be soft. No, I think that's teaching. I think that that's giving a kid a guidance and a path for a lot of our young men and that don't uh, per se have that maybe at home or even in the community around them. You know, we are their biggest support and guider uh, to their future that they want to achieve. Yes, sir. I definitely agree. Most people don't understand the impact that a coach can have on a young kid that goes well off the field or off the court. So I definitely love that part about you. So, Coach, uh, you're an alumni of Arnwood. How does it feel to be coaching your alma mater? And what does an Arnwood team under Coach Davis look like? Yeah, to coach at Arnwood is unbelievable, man. Uh, I don't even, words just are hard to describe. Um, you know, when I was fortunate enough to become the head coach, you know, uh, we have Matt Thompson's in the area. I mean, he easily could have been our head coach. Uh, he was a uh, implanted a Jesuit at time and doing a phenomenal job over there, you know. So we have such a rich tradition of alumni and to be able to represent that on a Friday night, uh, and throughout the year just means more than I could ever describe. And, uh, you know, I just hope to, you know, carry on the traditions that, you know, we've established over the last, you know, 20, 25 years. And on a Friday night, I hope my kids play hard, physical and disciplined, you know, um, that's uh, just a mentality difference. I want to be first class and everything. You know, Coach Callahan always preached that first class, first class. I want that to be that way on the football, too. I want to knock you in the grill, pick your ass up, and make sure that you're ready to go the next play because I'm going to knock your ass in the grill the next play, too. Yes, sir. So speaking of Coach Callahan, you come in as a first-year head coach replacing one of the legends of Hillsborough County. What was that adjustment like going from being offensive coordinator to head coach, and how have you put your own imprint on the program now? Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of unintentionally, me and Coach Cal uh, became so close over the last probably five years of his career. Um I guess in his mind, I would never even ask him. You know, maybe he was grooming me to be the next head coach. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, we just became extremely, extremely close. And uh, to take over the program, right? I mean, how could I take over a program that uh, had won three state championships, that had played in another, I think, at the time, you know, like five or six? So you're talking about, like, the penultimate of our sport at the high school level, especially in Hillsborough County. Um so you have to try to keep as much the same, right? You want to do it as much as you're saying, and, but try to put your own twist to things, right? And uh, keep as much of the good and consistent things there and change and kind of put your own little stamp on it. Um, it and the biggest thing was, uh, Terry, was I wanted to be myself. I didn't want to be Coach Callahan. You know, I love him. Uh, I have a father who's treated me great, but Coach Cal was like a father figure for me on the football field. And uh, But I, I needed to be Evan Davis. I didn't need to be Sean Callahan. And uh, shoot, man, I can't tell you how many times I heard, well, Coach Cal would have done it this way. Coach Cal would have done it this way. Um, so you always get that thrown in your face, right? It never makes you feel good, especially when it was, you know, someone throwing it in your face because, you know, you didn't have success in that area or something, you know. So, um, but, man, I, I never despised Coach Cal. I was always, I'm still so appreciative. We still talk uh, almost every other day. I mean, we're still extremely close and, you know, just proud proud to represent the program and take hopefully take it back to the, the, the dynasty mode that it was in just a couple of years ago. Yes, sir. So speaking of that, these last three, three years have been a bit of a rebuilding period in Arnwood standards. Um we spoke on your record and 
people may have forgotten, like you guys were in second place in your district. The only team you had lost to, I believe, was Tampa Bay Tech. You guys had beat Wharton. And then you had the misfortune of the county making you guys forfeit games and kind of flipped your playoff seeding. So what what have you implemented or what have you guys changed to get back to district champions this year? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, so the crazy thing is, right, is we go – we go state finals, state finals, state semifinals my first three years. Uh, you know, in 2019, we lost, we beat Lakeland, national game of the year, uh, game of the week here. And then we lose to Edgewater, who was just a juggernaut. But we played terrible that, you know, and learned so many lessons. And then we have the COVID year. And that year we lose to a phenomenal, great coach Bloomingdale team twice. Yes, sir. Um, that made the state quarterfinal right, that year made, as well. Right. And we lost to Tampa Bay Tech that year, who, to be honest with you, we were up 28. We were up 21 in the third quarter, and we scored a touchdown. And instead of kicking an extra point to tie it, I decided to go for two, and we don't make it. And then we also lose to Gaither, who was loaded that year as well. They didn't make it to the state semis that year, but they were loaded as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, lose it. we lost to quality programs. You know, and then last year, man, I mean, shoot, uh, we lose to Tampa Bay Tech. I thought that, you know, we lose to six to a, a freaking loaded Tampa Bay Tech team. Uh, we lose on a Hail Mary to Hillsborough that we have three guys there that's knocked the ball down. Um, and then we lose to Newsom in a driving rain that couldn't have been more perfect of a game for Newsom. Uh, and, and they beat us. You know, there's no, you know, this, no misnomer about that. But, uh, and like you said, we had to forfeit a game because, uh, a young man that the FHSA ruled academically eligible. Um, but they said that they're the ones that make that call, not Armwood. So we had to forfeit the three games that he played in before, um, and, and knocked us out of the playoffs. And, uh, I mean, for the first time, uh, shoot, we didn't make the playoffs since 2000 and, uh, 2002, you know, so first time in 20 years, we weren't in the playoffs. Uh, so instead of being seven and three, like you said, and playing Lehigh and, and feeling good and, and getting Kenny Fleming, who's a six, five, 230 pound wide out, uh, ready to roll and, and kind of getting into rhythm, you know, we're sitting at home, but the good news out of that, uh, I would say is that Kenny Fleming's at Iowa Western, the top a Juco in the country. And, uh, and he is, uh, he's doing extremely well. So it sucks for Armwood football. But the souls that make up Armwood football benefited from that terrible situation. Um, and you know what? The only thing we didn't get was playoff experience last year, and that's why you know, I wanted to front load our schedule with a, a tough game like Lakeland, a tough game like Hillcrest up in Alabama, uh, so that my kids could hopefully get some experience so that we could we could make a run at this thing again and get back on top. Yes, sir. Well, I know Armwood is never going to be – slept on well people are now but you guys you know, that, that killer mentality champions never die yes yes sir so speaking of your program man i'm just gonna name some of the great kids that have came out just the last four years we got cam ranson who's in college eric wilson nfl running back jerome ford big desmond watson at uf jaleel core warren thompson i believe he's still at arkansas Yep. You just sent Kai Stokes to Ohio State. Brian Snee still in college, I believe. Is he at Austin P still? No, he actually is a grad transfer to Arkansas State. He's starting there at Arkansas okay, State yes, now with sir. two years left. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then you have James Miller, just a few. And like they said, these are just the last three to four years, man. Coach, how does, a as a coach, getting new kids coming in, 
you know, they see all these kids in college. They see the state championships on the wall, the district championships. How do you get them motivated and get them to be their best instead of being complacent and thinking, oh, we're at Arnwood. It's just given to us. We just show up and it's going to be a, a win. Right, man. That, that's uh, That's been debated a lot, to be honest with you. Um, and um, what I try to explain to my kids is, look, man, every year, you know, uh, Henry Ford is still selling, selling Mustangs like unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that's just – but every year the model's a little bit different. It's a little tweaked, right? And that's what Armwood football's got to be, right? Like the 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 – standard of the Ford Mustang will always be the Ford Mustang, but there's a difference between 2022 and 2023, right? That's what they sell. That's what Armwood football has to be. And, and getting these kids to realize that uh, what it took those young men that you just mentioned uh, to get to the next level. And one of the biggest things that I, I express, and I have those guys always reach back because this day and age, man, there's so many people trying to put hands on kids and, but what I mean by that is just trying to get a piece. Like, like that guy wants to say that he had credit for Jerome Ford making it to the, uh, to the Cleveland Browns, right? Or, oh, yeah, I coached Warren Thompson. Or, oh, I was this for Brian Steed. Or, oh, man, I was this for Cameron Ransom. So many people have a selfish tone to it that trying to teach these kids, they don't know who to trust. Uh, and that's why I have all those guys just talk to my guys now just like, guys, just buy into what I'm doing. I know the track. I know the way. I've seen it. I've lived it. Just trust me on what I'm doing. Because, I mean, we're at Armwood, right? We're going to have as many haters as anybody in the freaking Tampa Bay area, man. And uh, just getting our kids to believe in the process and what we're doing. We're going to hold you to a high standard but support you, like I just mentioned earlier. So. Yes, sir. No, I definitely agree because at one point, one of those haters myself, I won't lie to you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sir. <all> right. <laughs> I definitely understand what you mean with especially a high school sports, the way it's gone with social media that everybody wants to say, I helped do this, I did that, so they can take right. the credit and they forget it's about the kid. Are you doing what's best for this kid? Because are you going to be that same person if he struggles to say, hey, I'm still here helping him? Or are you all of a sudden, oh, you don't know this kid anymore? Right. I mean, like a guy, like a perfect example, Terry, if I could just stop for a second, no, is a James coach. Smiley, right? A James Smiley, right? James Smiley was with me as a sophomore, had 30 offers, man. Junior year, just fell into some bumps in life, man. That's just kind of life hit, you know, hits up and downs, but we never gave up on each other, right? And he just kept buying in. Even when things were bad, I never turned my back on him. Just, man, I'm here, man. There's too many people, right? Like, uh, I believe in turning the other cheek, and a lot of people say I'm wrong for it because I turn my cheek multiple times, right? Because I just believe kids' lives can always be changed, man. And, uh, and he comes back out his senior year and just balls out. He's like, Coach, I want to go to college. I screwed up my junior year. I did just terrible. And freaking, we were able to get him into Iowa Western out there with Kenny Fleming, and uh, he's balling right now. I mean, he's passing all his classes with A's, and he's just bought in and ready to go. So, you know, when you're in it for the kids, truly to see it at the end, I believe if you're into the kids and teaching them, the wins will come with you. Because obviously at Armwood High School, like you said, we got to talk about district championships and state finals and all that stuff. But if you're treating the, treating the kids right, they're going to play all out, and those wins will come with that stuff. So, Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. So, in your opinion, Coach, what are your strengths and areas you look to improve on as a coach? Yeah, yeah. So, strengths, man, I think – 
think I, I one. I, my number one struggle. I, I I care about the kids. I'm gonna do whatever I have to for a kid, man. Um, there's so many kids that just need someone to freaking just believe in them, man, and care about them, and just ask them how they're freaking doing, and and go the extra mile to you know deliver when they say they're gonna do something for them. Um, I, I think I'm a decent football mind. I mean, I've been calling plays in this county since 2010. We've been. I would say above average. Um, so I do think that, you know, getting, you know, a scheme wise, I think we're good. I mean, it's, we have proof in the pudding that, we're, you know, Murdoch Jones is going to go Division One here, God willing. And uh, he'll be our, I think, ninth straight quarterback to go Division One. You know, we the, the, the numerous skill guys and O linemen. So um, I, obviously, I have a great coaching staff around me. Um, things we got to improve on that we got to be better in special teams um just overall right like that's the the thing in arm we someone said we used to be called noah's art because we get off the bus and there was we had two of everything right so special teams we were just loaded right so you just you put your next generation guys out there those slamming people and uh there's 42 schools that play varsity high school football in this county so nowadays man it's so easy if you're a backup, go somewhere else and start. And I can't say a kid's wrong for that, but we lose depth, and depth is where you do that. So getting our kids to play all out, all three phases, uh, is going to be extremely important. And uh, just playing with that mentality that almost. And as I look back. You know, really just pushing that standard uh, and keeping it there. All right, Coach, this is a little bit off topic, but you don't got to be modest, Coach. You guys have set the standard. And as I look back, when I was looking back at researching on you, I have noticed the trend because where Arnwood was first winning their championships and everything, they had good running backs, but that defense was furious out there. And now, like, you can feel, like, your offense has just had risen to just as good to play as the defense. Like you said, there are so many guys going out to college from the offense. It used to be that defense was like, man, like, whoo. But you guys are both even now, so I do give you credit. Like you said, the proof is in the pudding in your system, and it's going. I appreciate it. I thank you. I, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's one at the high school level. Uh, you don't get to recruit kids for your system, so I think you got to be able to adapt. Uh, guys like Tampa Bay Tech uh, have done a phenomenal job of adapting to their talent. I think we've been able to do that as well, right? Like you, Murdoch Jones is a lot different than Cameron Ransom, you know, and Cameron Ransom was a lot different than Darian McNeil or Devin Black, you know. So being able to adjust your system and still have success. Uh, is what I believe truly resonates as a coach having it, right? Like Nick Saban has had success with numerous people, right? Like there's those coaches that claim success, but like, all right, you had success with just like one guy, right? Like, so how your success in your system truly, I think, shows when you can do it with multiple people in multiple areas. So, but I appreciate the kind words there. Yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. So what are you as a coach hoping to see from your team this year on the field? I know, like I said, for some reason, everybody seems to be doubting and forgetting about you. But I'm not foolish. I knew you guys were young last year. And like I said, you guys had a good season on the field. So I know that hunger is back. I guess I should just break the news. I canceled the buses once they said we, uh, you know, we were going to lose 63 to nothing. We just, we we're going to take Friday night off. You know what I mean? The Lakeland Dreadnoughts are just too good for us. You know, I just went ahead and canceled the buses. So, um, yeah, I mean, on the field, I just want my kids to compete and battle just like they did last year. I mean, we bought, we won some close games. Uh, all the games we lost were one score games. I mean, we were freaking three plays away from being 10 and 0 on the field. Um, that's what I said. I mean, 
I scheduled this Lakeland game before all the transfers, and then it was like, should we cancel this game? Hell no, I ain't canceling this game, right? Like, I want to go over there and freaking play those guys, and uh, we're going to get better. And then, like I said, we were fortunate enough. Uh, Jerry, we're going to go out and play Alabama, a team called Hillcrest and Tuscaloosa, Alabama, week one. Um, and it's going to be – this is what I talk about, like, life and experience for kids. We're going to leave on Thursday, go visit the state capitol, visit uh, Congress. On Friday uh, – Thursday night, we're going to rent out a movie theater and watch the movie Selma. On Friday morning, we're going to go to Selma and walk, walk the Selma Bridge, just like MLK and all those great leaders did of the Civil Rights movement and visit the museum and then play Hillcrest who's a top uh, top 10 you know school in Alabama and all that to prepare us for what I say is I mean you our district is Wharton and Tech I don't think anybody needs to talk about how loaded talent those guys are um, we are in region one which is kind of ironic we're the only district in Hillsborough County that's region one what does that mean that means we're playing the best team out of Jacksonville or Orlando <laughs> um and then, oh, yeah, you do that. Then you get Jesuit, who's in your, you know, your semifinals. Oh, and then to win a state championship, you're probably going to play like a St. Thomas. So, um, you know, I'm just so excited for my kids. Uh, we were young last year. and uh, But this year, I mean, I'll be we're starting two seniors on offense. And we're starting four on defense. Uh, so crazy thing is that we're, we're still young. And that experience, like I said, the Lincoln, the Hillcrest, hopefully will get that youth out of us, right? I always joke with my guys, hey, just because we start, you know, four sophomores, we don't get to start the score up 14-0, right? They, when, the ball, when the ball is kicked off, no one cares about what grade you're in. They're about are you winning or are you losing. So uh, we're excited for, a, you know, a season. I got a group of hungry, hardworking kids that's ready to ball out. Yes, sir. Well, that sounds like a great experience that they're going to get going to Tallahassee and Alabama coach. So that's yes, sir. a really good thing for you. Now that you said, I just thought about it. Uh, you guys got uh, the rapper Major Nine to come to your school as well, right? Yeah, you know what? That was so crazy, man. Like, it's so, like, so that was, shoot, I don't remember, like, 2018, 2019. And uh, uh, Tata Hughes just loved Major Nine, right? And he was just doing all this crazy stuff. So I reached out to him and was like, hey, man, like, our kids need to see positive examples. Uh, would you be able to? Like, you're doing a show here in Tampa. And I'll be dang if they didn't set it up and, uh, you know, I had to call like a Saturday practice and make up something about us lifting or running on a Saturday and the kids all came in and, and he was there and like he just came out and talked to us and talked to the kids about what it meant to go through the path as a football player at the University of Miami to then, you know, be a rapper. I mean, it was just awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, we we're fortunate, right? We're Armwood, so we were probably afforded that opportunity because we were Armwood. And, you know, he actually went to Booker T, so we actually uh, played against him in some summer camps and stuff, so he knew who we were. But uh, those experiences mean so much to our kids, you know. Uh, and I'm so glad and fortunate that we're able to experience that and our kids are able to. Uh, and hopefully it changed some lives. Yes, sir. That was a, a blessing that you did for those young men because, like you said, you know how that much that music impacts them and to be able to see one of their idols show up to their school that was an awesome event coach so yes. i only got two more questions for you so i don't take yes, up too much of your time uh, no, you're good. what advice would you give to an aspiring young coach that wants to be a head coach yeah care man care about your kids and everything matters everything matters you're gonna run yourself completely ragged you know um and go all out but as long as your actions are right by the kids you're good you know i always tell my kids you're never wrong doing the right thing and uh 
as as a young head coach, just go all out and try to support your get yourself the the best supporting coaching staff around uh, to alleviate some of the things that you'll get done uh, as a head coach. But I mean. Uh, the staff is big. Talent is obviously important, but as long as you're doing it with with your heart and you, you care about the kids, I think great things can happen for you. Yes, sir. So speaking of talent and coaches, what do you look for when you go about assembling your staff? Any traits that stand out to you? Yeah, I, you got to be about kids, man. You, you got to be able to talk to the kids. You got to be able to you know, not just care about that kid because he freaking ran for 21 touchdowns. You got to care about that kid because I need you to know what his grades are. I need you to know that he struggles with math and he needs to go to a math tutor because someone's got to help hold him accountable. Uh, you got to care that, you know, what the kid's home life is. Does a kid, you know, need someone to take him home on Saturday afternoon because you don't have anybody else there, you know, and he needs someone to help watch college football and just be a kid, you know, um, you got to care about kids. Like if you, no one on my staff shows up and doesn't care about kids. If you're just there for X's and O's, then go somewhere else. That's not me. And, uh, you know, and, and then hard workers, you know, that's kind of always been the, the motto at Armwood. We always had work on the back. You know, if you're willing to come and sacrifice time and opportunity to come, you know, make sure that Armwood is first and the kids are first, then great things happen. So, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Being a teacher and a coach, I understand that like a lot of people don't realize you have to care about these kids. They're not professionals. Like they have to see that you want to be out there. And like people laugh at me when I say that, but there's a lot of adults that they don't realize that that's part of coaching as well. Yeah, man. It's uh, I I just I don't know, man. I I mean, I'm an emotional person, but uh, just love kids, man. Just love to help kids man just just seeing how many lives you can change by just caring about them and and supporting them is is amazing to me man i mean you listed all those names and those kids had great support system around them i think i'm a small part of it but uh sometimes you know as a coach and you know this we're the only ones that do care about them you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. there's so many things going crazy in their lives that just stopping and asking how they're doing it, it changes their world right like we're, we live in a world now that that kid might be thinking damn man my 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 teammates got 12 offers and I don't man like I'm balling I'm working you know um I'm not even thinking about struggling in the math class or at home or anything else you know so there's so many factors and just knowing that you're going to care about that kid regardless because like we said earlier man people wanting to attach themselves with people some of those kids feel like they won't have support and some of those people around them if they don't sign division one you know as crazy as it sounds oh no coach i've had that conversation plenty of times like a lot of kids that they feel like they failed if they don't go division one and i always tell kids you're more than just an athlete especially to me like right you're a person like football basketball that is just a part of your whole personality and it's unfortunate because you see a lot of these kids god forbid they get injured a serious injury they go through like i see it as depression and it's like they they can't detach themselves from the sport and it's yeah. it's hard it is man and that's where like I, it's just, it, I, it's unbelievable but there's a lot of that man there's a lot of people that just fall off and I, I give you the james smiley example right and james is doing great out at iowa western he's gonna just he's gonna rebound and go even higher than i think he could have been at armwood um but he said i mean last year when he started balling again and was our leading rusher like 
people started coming back around. He was like, hey, coach, I don't want that guy at practice. Or, hey, I don't want this guy here, man. Like, he didn't care about me when I was at rock bottom. Like, coach, you, were, I had nothing to do with you, coach, when I was at rock bottom. But you still were checking in. You never turned your back on me. You never said nothing negative about me. You always kept the door open. So, like, it was amazing to me that, you know, he was able to rebound. But some of those people, you know, fall off and just throw the kid away, man. I just, I, this breaks my heart, man, that, that that's happening. Yes, sir. So my last qu- question for you is, yeah. uh, any players you want to go ahead and give a shout-out to, Coach? I know your season get ready to start, and I always try to make sure I give a coach the opportunity to highlight their players. So anybody, anything you want to talk about, it's on you, Coach. Yeah, the bus driver. You know, thanks for driving us to Lakeland <laughs> and coming back and cancel. I'm sorry we had to cancel your job and not make any money for you. Uh, no, I mean, we, we return our starting quarterback, Murdoff Jones, who is a, just a big joker, 6'3", friggin' 220, who can throw the ball all over the yard, uh, has become even a better leader. Um, you know, we have a really solid offensive line. Our skill guys, we, we return our leading receiver, Malik Browns. Uh, man's got Mickey Mouse hands. When the ball's in the air, somehow his head is just enlarged by, you know, freaking five times the size and all, you know, his average stat line's like 125 and two touchdowns. So it just makes plays. And then, you know, we got Cason Stokes, who's, you know, got I picked up a couple of offers. Who's just a 6'3", 175, long joker. And then two just, you know, actually three, I think, uh, just talented, talented, explosive playmakers. And uh, Gerard Pringle, who started as a wideout, who's going to start at my running back this year. Uh, Makai Anderson, who touches the ball all over the field. And then an Alante Dean, who can kind of do it all. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He can block his butt off. So, I mean, I'm just really excited and i mean i didn't touch the defense yet where you know d-line we're gonna look like a dang hockey unit we're gonna play eight <laughs> nine guys uh our linebackers are kind of all returning with some uh with the right mentality and then our secondary rj stroud and and, and jalen crumbie are as uh, i think as good as you can get uh opposite of you know a couple other guys rashad godfrey and dominic smith and uh, Russell Davis, who I think are just, you know, people just don't know about him. I think that's the biggest thing trying to convince my kids is only difference between us and Lakeland is, man, is people know who those kids are. They don't know who we are yet, you know. Yes, um, I, I really believe that. So, um We'll see what happens. So. Yes, sir. Well, I want to say good luck this Friday. I, I'm waiting for y'all Thank to you. shock the nation because, like I said, I don't care what Lakeland has. I know what Arnwood has. I know the fight you guys are going to play with. So good luck on this upcoming season, Coach. Uh, again, I appreciate you taking the time out let me interview you. Best of luck to everybody, and I hope to have you on again. Yes, sir. Thank you. Anytime. And like I said, thank you guys for covering uh, Bay Area sports and football and, and, and giving a, a shine and a light and a positive way for these kids and, and to hear their names in another avenue besides just on a social media platform. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you.